For me, yoga is like a tool of inspiration. Maybe it's pure inspiration in general because I'm waking up because of the yoga, really. For me, it's inspiration. Every single day, I start with my with yoga. Yoga helps me to to handle with everything. Yes, I don't know what I would do if uh, yoga wasn't part of my life. My conversation with Aziza Egamova, a yoga teacher from Tajikistan, was wonderful as we discussed all of the challenges that Aziza has faced to become a yoga teacher in Tajikistan and to bring yoga to her community. She's faced many stereotypes in her culture and community and has persevered to bring yoga, true yoga, to her people. If you're looking to tune into a podcast episode that's all about yoga in Tajikistan, then this is the conversation for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lily Allen Duenas. Together, we'll talk about the world of yoga and we'll talk to people from around the world. Before diving into the episode, I wanted to invite you to head on over to my Patreon account. I would love your support and I'm thrilled to have this beautiful community space where we can do yoga together, meditate together, and you'll get access to exclusive content. Get ready for some private Zoom Q&As, free printable art, meditation recordings, and more. Follow the link in the show notes to get started or head on over to any of my social media channels or my website, wildyogatribe.com to hang out, get to know each other better and find out more about all the support and resources available to you. Ready to dive in? Let's get started. Namaste family and welcome back to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Today I am so excited to welcome Aziza Egamova onto the show today. She's a yoga teacher from Tajikistan who has been teaching yoga for eight years. As an athlete and a personal trainer, the world of athletics first introduced her to yoga as a crucial recovery tool. Aziza completed her yoga certification with the Russian Yoga Federation and continued and continued her studies in Kazakhstan. Aziza teaches Hatha yoga, Pilates, and fitness recovery at the XFit Fitness Club in Tajikistan. So thank you so much, Aziza, for being with me on the show today. Thank you. So just to get started, Aziza, I would love to hear from you about how yoga came into your life. How did you first hear about yoga or start practicing? Actually, it uh, was not well known in, I think, in Central Asia in general, because since my childhood, uh, I had no outstanding physical skills. I had um, a healthy, thin body. And I always uh, was thinking that I need to find something for myself, which can... uh, helped me to be more healthy because I was not in love with my body. I didn't feel well in general. And since my childhood, it was after collapse of Soviet Union and it was not so popular here, like group sessions to go to the like to fitness. And I just tried a lot of uh, 
sports, uh, like swimming, uh, kickboxing. Uh, I even uh, was running for a national team, Tajikistan. I had many competitions, but every sportsman has a uh, recovery part. And since that time, I tried to find anything which can help me to recover. And I found out that origins, all of these stretching exercises came from yoga. The yoga in general origins, it has big history in common. And I, I think it was so like, about 12 or maybe 15 years ago when I did my first steps in yoga. And gradually, day by day, months by months, year by year, I collected my knowledge, my skills in this field. And then I had a proposal uh, to working in a new fitness club. It was uh, one of the first, but the first, the biggest one, uh, fitness clubs uh, in uh, Tajikistan and in whole Central Asia in general, uh, which calls uh, XFIT. It was a branch of Russian fitness, fitness clubs. And I had been studying for personal trainer or fitness instructor as a stretching pilates and functional trainer. And after this, I had a chance, I had an opportunity to study in Almaty, uh, Russian Yoga Federation. Uh, they, uh, uh, they held uh, some courses in Almaty. They, uh, in general, they held uh, courses in two cities, in Moscow, in, in Almaty. You can choose which uh, before. And I was going to leave temporarily there to graduate yoga school. It was like, not too short, but yes, it was uh, about two months courses. Every day, like eight hours, we practiced our yoga skills. It was for me something new because a lot of people who around me who was doing yoga many years, for me, it was great experience. Because it was something new for me. Because before this, of course, I practiced yoga, but not in so serious uh, level, let's say so. And I graduated my, I graduated this yoga school. And when I came back to Tajikistan, it was more than eight years ago. And I started to do my first yoga group classes. And it was complicated because here for our country, it was something new. In some way, our people are not very open to something new. But since that time, yoga uh, became the main part of my life. The favorite part, for me, it's not a work. It's not a job. This is even not hobby. This is my passion and this is what I, I love to do. I'm waking up every morning, start with my day with yoga practicing. I do love to teach my students doing yoga month by month, year by year with me. Actually, I don't have work. I'm just doing yoga. Amazing. I love hearing 
about how it came into your life. And as you just said, year after year and students after students, and they come and they go. Often in the U.S., when we teach in a gym or in the West, when we're teaching at a gym, it's more fitness-based, very asana, very pose-based. Do you feel any challenges teaching yoga in a gym uh, yourself? Do you feel like your students are maybe just interested in the poses instead of meditation or anything else? Um, majority of people are coming for yoga group classes because of some weaknesses in their body, because they have some traumas or they need to improve posture, yes, to make to feel more healthy. But I have also students which are coming to have to relax their minds, to feel all everything, to feel sensations in the body, to learn how to feel yourself, how to feel your mind, how to feel your body and how to connect the all these processes in one. Not many people, but I have such students and in fitness clubs, yes, uh, I think you're right. They are coming mostly for physical improvement. This is one of the biggest stereotypes about yoga. When you're coming for the yoga classes, you're doing only stretchings. And that's it. No. Because when people are thinking about yoga like this, they were very surprised when they tried it once. And then they continue to come and improve in different ways. For me, yoga is not about only movement. If you practice yoga, it's nothing about movement. It's more for about your inner world, about your inner sensations. Beautiful. Yeah, I agree that it is about the inner world, the inner sensations. And I love hearing that your students, even in the gym setting, they still are interested in that. Am I understanding that correctly, that they're still interested in kind yes. of world? It's coming gradually. When they doing it in a regular way, not temporary, in a regular way, like week by week, month by month, they started to feel something new about themselves. And this is great because when our, my students coming to me after class, when we finished, and they ask me, now I'm feeling different. Uh, I, I, I'm not feeling the same when I've come, come first. And I'm feeling that I can control my breathing. I can control my mind. Even for one hour, this is like the best during whole week. It's like whole big process to learn about yourself, to learn how to breathe, how to move, and how to feel yourself doing all of this. Not like automatically we're doing every day. You're sitting, you're standing, you're breathing, and you're not thinking, you're not uh, pay enough attention to this. But during this one hour, you can think what's happening when you're breathing, just sitting, and you can feel your belly at the same time. You're breathing in, you can feel your chest and every part, every muscle. No matter where you are or who you are, it's not like you show up on the yoga mat once and all of a sudden you, you've mastered every part of yourself. I wanted to ask you too, which is what are some of the difficulties in the Central Asian region? I know that you've expressed that there are some mm -hmm. difficulties there to me. So can you expand on that? Tell us more. There are a few difficulties which I face, but 
mainly the first which came when I did my first steps uh, as a yoga instructor. When you're born in one of the Central Asian countries, it's really difficult to choose proper way of... Sometimes you can do whatever you want, especially when you're a girl. This is very complicated to find the way of self-expression. Since my childhood, I was feeling that I will not follow majority of people. I will choose only my own direction. It was very difficult here to be instructor because you're a girl. You are like future wife, future mother, and here there is big stereotypes that you should belong to the house, the family. And to be instructor, it's very brave. At least the that time when I started, when I began the instructor, like 8, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, because our society is more conservative, at least time was. The challenge for you to be a woman in Tajikistan to t- say that you want to follow your own path and do something for you with your family, with your community. But it was also a challenge for you to be a woman. It sounds like that stereotype around what women are supposed to do has been a challenge for you at every turn. Yes, but my family members were very supporting that time. Until now, my mother, my uh, little brother, I have small family, like we are only three. They support me. They supported me on every step, on every stage to become yoga instructor as I am now. And yes, because in general here in Central Asian countries, sometimes you even will not graduate university and to think about future work. I'm living in the capital of Tajikistan and now it's more improved. More modern, now it's becoming more of open mind and everything. But yoga instructor, it was something new here. And according to the, our very conservative traditional society, it was complicated. Now we have, uh, we, uh, we really improved in this case because we have lots of classes, uh, lots like a lot of uh, yoga instructors. For now, even there is even like competition between instructors. There's competitions now in between yoga instructors. Yes, because now there is a lot of places, not studios. We don't have special studios he- here for yoga, but a lot of fitness clubs, a lot of places when you can find the yoga classes, uh, group or private ones. So it's more competitive to try to get students because there's more and more teachers now. Is that what you're saying? Or is there actual competitions for different yoga poses? Yes, but in this way, you know, it's very good because you can grow. Uh, at least you have to improve your skills. You have to think about your your skills, your knowledge in this field to improve yourself, to be the best in this field, to be the best, uh, like, in general, yes, to to have more... More knowledge, more ability to get your students to come in, to attract students and retain your students. Okay. Well, that's really, that's fascinating that there, and it's good to hear that yoga in Tajikistan is growing. 
and that there is more demand for it. There's more students who are interested in it and more students who are attending classes. Was there ever any kind of talk or um, energy in Tajikistan around yoga, like a fear of it? Uh, Or was it just something they didn't know of? In some way, yes, because one part of people is still thinking like that yoga is about religion. It's something not from our culture. It's something something weird. Sometimes, yes, it's very scary because they don't want to lose their religion. And they're thinking that if you're coming to the yoga session, you will betray your religion, which is, uh, of course, not true. And I have even in uh, an interview for a local newspaper, it was Asia Plus uh, newspaper, uh, about uh, this question. Uh, I, um, I, I answered as a yoga instructor, is yoga about religion or not? And of course, this is, this is the, one of the biggest stereotypes about yoga. No, if you're practicing yoga, it's nothing about religion in general. And moreover, some people cannot visit yoga classes here because of the gender. And not all of the women can visit mixed classes when they're, they're men and women together. Because still, I have women group, uh, yoga group classes. And I have mixed. For example, if you have swimming pool in the fitness club, they usually have two swimming pools, female and mixed. And the same for the group classes, they have hours for men and hours for just for women. Okay, that makes sense then that there would be some yoga classes just for women and mixed classes as well. So I was also hoping, Aziza, to get you to define yoga for us. I was wondering what your personal definition of yoga is. For me, yoga is not a job. It's even not a hobby. For me, yoga is like a tool of inspiration. Maybe it's pure inspiration in general because I'm waking up because of the yoga, really. For me, it's inspiration every single day. Each day, I start with with yoga. Yoga helps me to to handle with everything, yes. Not to pay now too much attention on my issues. I don't know what I would do if uh, yoga wasn't part of my life. Yeah, I know what you mean because yoga is such a huge part of my life as well. My days, my my morning, as you mentioned, filled with yoga, my evenings, my how I spend my my life, right? But I loved how you said that yoga is a source of inspiration, of pure inspiration. So it's something that inspires you not just on your mat, but off your mat as well and through your days. Aziza too, at this point, I'd love to have you tell us more about Tajikistan. A lot of our listeners probably don't know too much about your country. Can you tell us about maybe where you are on the map and maybe some of the things that your country is known for? Mm -hmm. So, as I mentioned before, Tajikistan, this is one of the countries of Central Asia, lies right in the heart of Asia. And the first, which coming to the mind, if you're thinking about Tajikistan, that there there are mountains. Because more than 90% of our country covered by mountains. And moreover, this country, it's a sunny country. Lots of sun here. We have 
pure nature, we have great nature because our country is small. It's very easy to reach some places out of buildings. For example, from the Dushanbe, this is the capital of Tajikistan. To go for the hiking, for the camping among the mountains, it takes usually like two, three hours and it's very close. You're always connected with, with nature. Our mon- mountains, one of the highest mountains in the world. We have Pamir. This is one of the uh, well-known uh, places in Tajikistan and uh, a lot of high mountains there which are very popular among the tourists actually our people uh, they do love guests if you're a tourist in our country or just coming for doing some job they do love you because hospitality is part of our culture let's imagine if you're coming here and you will not have any money you will not have any reservation in the hotel, you will just find some people on the streets, uh, you will meet them, you will just tell about your story and they will feed you, they will find you home, they will. Oh, that's amazing to know because yeah, if you like lose your wallet or something gets stolen and all of a sudden you'll be <laughs> yes, taken care of. You can come to the Jackson. <laughs> oh, that's great. So Aziza, can you tell us more about how yoga has impacted your life, if there's been any big transformation or change because of what yoga has brought to you? Yes. Through the yoga, I learned since the time when I started to yoga, I feel different. It's 10 years ago. I'm not the same as Isel as I am today. Yoga making feel you confident and at the same time making feel more calm, more, more sensitive. More peaceful, yes. I think through the yoga, I f- I'm feeling more sensitive. I don't know how to s- describe it. I started to absorb your breathing, to absorb your sensations, and to feel, then understand, then to connect step by step, and it makes a whole process called yoga. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Aziza, besides teaching yoga at XFIT, are you leading any yoga retreats or any teacher training courses? Actually, I left XFIT less than one year ago. And now I'm, I'm like independent yoga instructor. I have my private classes, a group and individual ones. Because majority of my students are foreigners, more than a half. And even when they had been working in XFIT about seven years since they were opened, some stage in your life you want to grow. And for this, you have to change and be out of your comfort zone. And that's why I decided to leave. And so, Aziza, for our listeners who maybe have a question for you or maybe loved this podcast episode with you and want to follow you, I'm mm-hmm. your Instagram account in the show notes, as well as on my website, wildyogatribe.com slash yoga in Tajikistan. But here on the podcast, do you want to say the name of your Instagram? Yes, the, the Sandal song. Perfect. So... Aziza, it's been such a joy to learn more from you about Tajikistan and about your journey with how yoga came into your life and 
how you're teaching now and how you've progressed and grown. So I just want to extend a true thank you for what you're doing and for taking the time to be on the show with me today. Thank you so much, dear Libby. Uh, it was for me, it was a great experience. Thank you for the gift of your attention today. If you feel called, please share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Leaving a review would also be so appreciated. I also hope you can join me online on my website, wildyogatribe.com or on social media. I would love to get to know you better. I would love to share with you and to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM, send me a note, get in touch. It would be great to hear from you. And as always, be well, dear one, be well. Bye.